Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is, is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. show brendan ulrich with you this is oilers now we are gearing up for the season the oilers are making moves so we're excited today oilers now as always brought to you by digitex trusted by 630 ched visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies printers and more digitex.ca Brendan Ulrich with you, and for Bob Stoffer this week, Bob will be back in this chair on Monday. On the show today, we will hear from Marc-Antoine Godin out of Montreal. He is the managing editor and senior writer at The Athletic Montreal. Of course, the Oilers yesterday signing UFA defenseman Jacob Jarabek. And we'll talk to Mark more about him and uh, the Habs offseason as well. I think Oilers fans are optimistic about the season. In Montreal, I don't know what their fans are thinking right now. With Weber getting hurt, Pacioretty's still there. There were all these talks about him maybe getting traded this offseason. Now, I think that's a good thing he's still there from their team standpoint. But you look at uh, the other moves they made, I have no idea... What to expect from the Habs? I mean, if Price, his lights out, stands on his head, they could compete for a playoff spot. But other than that, the roster doesn't look great in my opinion. So we'll talk to uh, Mark about how Hab fans are feeling heading into the season. At 105, Reed Wilkins will join us. He is over at the Perry Pern camp right now, and he just put out an interesting tweet regarding the Oilers, saying that the Oilers offered Brandon Davidson a PTO, but he's looking for a contract. He's close to getting that elsewhere. Could happen within a week. 
So, the Oilers, of course, making a move signing Jarabek. I wonder if uh, that signing had anything to do with uh, that PTO offer for Davidson, who he's looking for a contract somewhere else, or if maybe the Oilers are still looking at adding Davidson as well on a PTO, even after the fact that they signed uh, Jarabek. We'll talk to Reed about that and much more. We also have Tim Fraggle on at 135. He is the head coach of the Nate Ukes men's hockey team. As yesterday, the Oilers announced the uh, rookie game. The Oilers rookies taking on McEwen and Nate for the second straight year. And it was a surprising victory last year for Nate and McEwen. A 2-0 shutout victory over Kyler Yamamoto and the rest of the Oilers rookies. Goaltenders standing on their heads in that game is what I remember. I remember Nathan Park playing uh, lights out in goal. And we'll talk to uh, Tim about uh, that game coming back for the second straight year and uh, what we can expect from Nate this season as well. So that's ahead on the program. We'll also get your reaction to uh, the signing of Jacob Jarabek. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline at 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. They have April Wine on September 2nd. They also have Steve Earle and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road on September 23rd. You can text us 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We are trying to uh, get Jared back on the show, uh, but he is over in the Czech Republic right now. So we may have to wait. We'll see if we can get him on today. If not, maybe tomorrow, or perhaps he'll be on tonight with uh, Reed Wilkins on Inside Sports. But we are trying to hear from the newest Oilers defenseman signing a one-year deal worth $1 million yesterday. So that's where we're at from an Oilers standpoint right now. What are they getting in Jerebek? I have uh, no idea, to be honest. He split time with uh, Montreal and Washington last year. But I do think there is some upside there. So it's an intriguing signing. And it is uh, interesting that Jonathan Willis, I'll give him credit on this. I had him on Friday. I asked him out of uh, the available defensemen that are out there on the market, who would he consider? And here's what he said. I think my favorite guy out there is uh, Jacob Jarabek. I, I, I didn't get to see him as much as I would have liked to last year. I saw him play a bit. But he's he's one of those players who didn't really get an opportunity to to play a regular role and who who looked good in flashes. And he's you know it was his first year in North America. He's a guy when I look at he's a bit of a wild card, but he might have the potential to step into the top four for you. Obviously, there are other options out there, but um, mostly we know what they are. Like we we know what like Brandon Davidson's a good player. We know what he is though. He's he's not going to do top four work for you regularly. Uh, we know what Tobias Anstrom is. We know what Cody Franzen is. With Jarabek, there's, to me, some potential that he could step up and, and deliver more than he did last season. So give credit to Jonathan Willis from The Athletic there. Maybe the Oilers listened because uh, they signed him a few days later. So what does it mean for the rest of the D? 
Not entirely sure, but I do uh, like the signing. I felt that the Oilers needed to add somebody. Now, I don't expect Jarabek to, you know, be as good as Sekera. But there is some upside there. He's intriguing. Bit of an unknown, but uh, a scouting report from Bob Stoffer. This is what Bob had to say about him. Here is a scouting report from an Eastern source that he trusts. He's smart. He lasers the puck up the ice and gets pucks to the net. He plays intense defensively, battles in the corners, and provides strong net fronts. Has upside. So that's uh, Bob's tweet on Jarabic from an Eastern source. So to me, that sounds pretty good. You look at Davidson, you look at Enstrom. I mean, the others, of course, know what they know uh, what they would get in Davidson. Enstrom, a little bit up there in age. So you get a younger guy in Jarabek who only has one year NHL experience after spending eight years or nine years over in the Czech Republic, a year in the KHL. By the way, he was a KHL All-Star the year that he played in the KHL. Uh, so he's 5'11", 200 pounds, 27 years of age. And you can't go wrong with a former Washington Capitol. He played 11 games of the Capitals last season and uh, two playoff games as well, meaning he is a Stanley Cup champion. So you can't go wrong with a former Capital, the Oilers uh, signing Jarabek yesterday. Uh, a day after they assigned uh, Scotty Upshaw to a PTO as well, and uh, I do expect Upshaw to crack the Oilers roster. And uh, we had the chance to uh, chat with Upshaw on the show yesterday, and I asked him, about the appeal of the Oilers. Well, you know, first off, I think Kyle touches on, you know, some good points. And, us, you know, he's played for Edmonton before. He knows what it's like to be, you know, to be in the heart of of, uh, of downtown Edmonton and things are going well. And, you know, that excitement is something that you, you know, you dream about as a young Alberta kid. Um, you know, two things for me. Anytime you, uh, anytime you go to a team that has the best player in the world, who was hungry to get back and, and get his team, you know, rocking and rolling. That's, that's an opportunity that doesn't come around every day for, you know, for me, I'm at the point in my career where I, I have not won. I've been to the conference finals twice. Um, you know, you, you get close and that feeling is, is something that you just, you, you, you know, you have hunger for it. And, uh, <clears throat> Uh, to know that that group of guys in that dressing room, um, you know, that they have a chip on their shoulder this year to prove a lot of people wrong and prove that they can be uh, a contender again, you know, that's what excites me. The the opportunity that lies ahead for, for you know, this group uh, moving forward and wanting to have a great start to the season. I'm sure everyone worked, uh, you know, worked extremely hard this year to get back at it. Uh, that, that was a big... Uh, you know, big deciding factor on why I think this opportunity for me and for us is uh, is a great one. That's Scotty Upshaw talking about uh, the Oilers and uh, referencing the appeal there of coming to the Oilers based on the fact that this will be a hungry group. So Upshaw wanted to be a part of that. He's a high-energy guy, and uh, I think he'll be great in the room. Good friends with uh, Brodziak. Perhaps they reform... Uh, Aligned together, two-thirds of uh, the fourth line is possible. Of course, Cassian in the mix, Aberg in the mix, Kajula in the mix, Karen in the mix. So we'll see what happens there. But at some point, you would likely see Brodziak and Upshaw playing together on the same line. And you could also have Ty Ratty 
on that line at some point. And all three of those guys played together in St. Louis, according to Upshaw. I love Ty Rad. He was, uh, I did not know much of him uh, other than uh, I came to St. Louis on a PTO the first year, and I'm trying to size up like who I'm competing against, right? And I'm like, I'm like, who is this kid dangling everyone out here? He was, you know, long stick, right-hand shot. He was moving well. And I'm like, they're like, hey, he's Alberta boy, Ty Raddy. And I'm like, okay, I got it, I got it. Uh, season went on. I think we sent him down at the start of the year, but he got called up. We're in Carolina, and uh, we had a few guys hurt. And Ty Raddy gets put on Kyle Brodzak and I's line. And we go out in Carolina. I had a goal and two assists. Ty Raddy had two goals, one assist. Brodzak, I think, had three assists. And all of a sudden, we're just like, all right, here we go. Next next game, Tyratty, first line. I'm like, <laughs> so, so Brodziak and I, we were always known to play with uh, play with a few guys who would play one game with us, do really well, and then get bumped up to the first line. And we're like, hey, bud, you're welcome. But just don't, you know, don't forget where you're from, all right? And uh, that, that sort of thing, Tyratty took advantage of opportunities like that. He played well for us. Uh, the success he had last year at the end of the year with, with you guys was uh, was something special. It was talked about throughout the league, and by rights, he's a great player with uh, you know a lot of upside, and we look forward to him having a, a great camp. I'm sure. So that's uh, Scotty Upshaw there on the program yesterday, and perhaps that happens again. Uh, of course, I think Raddy will likely start the season or at least training camp on the Oilers' top line with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins, but there could be a time when he plays on the fourth line. And maybe he'll be playing with uh, Upshaw and Brodziak once again. It'd be funny if uh, that fourth line combined for a few goals in a game. Then all of a sudden, Rowdy was uh, shuffled right up to the top line again. And they sort of relive what happened uh, in St. Louis. But uh, it was great to uh, talk to Scotty Upshaw. And I'm rooting for him to make the team. Stand-up guy. Had a lot of good things to say about Bob Stoffer as well. So why not? root for a guy like that who has good things to say about the host of this program bob who will be back uh, on monday all right you can text us uh 6 30 we'll get to some of the texts uh, on jerebeck when we get back we'll also get to nhl today for our friends over at elite promotional marketing more than just sportswear but first a quick timeout This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Back here on Oilers Now, 1221 in Edmonton. Brendan Ulrich with you, Brad Whisker in studio as well. We'll get to NHL today in a second, but first I should mention Stoffer Inspector every Tuesday on Oilers Now during the season. But during the summer, it's every Thursday, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. HRA celebrate the biggest day in Western Canadian racing, the 89th running of the Canadian uh, Derby. Saturday, August 25th at North Lions Park. Spec will slide by on Thursday to talk about that and uh, also talk about uh, the Jarabek signing. For more on that, we get to NHL today with Brad Whitsker for our friends over at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. 
Thanks, Brendan. You brought it up at the top of the show. The Oilers have signed free agent defenseman Jakob Jerebek for a one-year deal. 27-year-old appearing in 36 games last season, splitting time with Montreal and Washington, posting two goals and six assists. Oilers rookies will take on an all-star team made up of players from the McEwen Griffins and Nate Ooks at Rogers Place on September 11th. Tickets go on sale on Friday at 10 a.m. The New Jersey Devils have signed first-round draft pick Ty Smith to an entry-level contract. The 17th overall pick in this year's draft had 14 goals, 59 assists for the Spokane Chiefs last season. NHLPA Executive Director Donald Fear says his group will soon be engaging in a lot of discussions with players in regards to the next CBA. The current collective bargaining agreement can be terminated in September 2019. That's two years ahead of the scheduled expiration. Toronto Maple Leafs forward Austin Matthews says he would welcome being captain of the team, but admits that it won't change much. The Leafs have been without a captain for a few seasons now, and a debate on who will eventually wear the C ramped up when the team signed John Tavares earlier this summer. And in WHL news, the Edmonton Oil Kings have traded Matthew Culling, Chase Lacombe, a fourth-round pick in the 2019 WHL Bantam Draft, and a second-round pick in the 2020 WHL Bantam Draft to the Swift Current Broncos in exchange for Jackson Alexander, Chad Smithson, and a sixth-round pick in the 2020 WHL Bantam Draft. Brendan? NHL today for elite promotional marketing more than just sportswear. All right, well, I'll work in a few text messages here. Toe for Allen. He couldn't crack the Habs lineup. Of course, he's talking about Jarabek. He never played for the Caps. Let's settle down a little bit here. This ain't Scotty coming in to settle the back end down. Holy crow or holy cow, fellow Oiler fans. Uh, I don't know what uh, Topher Allen's talking about there. Um, I don't know if Oiler fans are, you know, streaking, celebrating the signing right now. But uh, I think based on what's out there, this is a signing with some upside. So to me, it makes sense. And I do think they need to add someone. Would you rather have the others not sign any of these guys, uh, Topher? Is that what you're saying? Um, I'm looking at the text line here. I haven't read any texts of people jumping for joy, but I think people are okay with the signing. I mean, why wouldn't they be? And, uh, you know, the reason he didn't really crack the Capitals lineup is because everyone was playing so well. I think they brought Jared back in along with Kempney at the deadline to hope one of those guys would jump up and grab a, a spot. And Kempney found unbelievable chemistry with Carlson and they ran with it together and they had uh, Juice step in as well as a youngster and play well in the playoffs. So Jarabek was sort of on the outside looking in. And uh, in Montreal, they had uh, you know a really poor decor for the most part, but it was a bunch of guys that were five or six type guys. And I know Jonathan Willis talked about this on Friday. And uh, there was also an article with The Athletic talking about how they had all these guys sort of in similar roles and no one could really jump up and grab a spot because they were sort of playing out of position. Well, Jerebeck will be on the Oilers' third pair to start if he can grab a spot. So, uh, to me, it makes a lot of sense. I don't know why you'd be mad about uh, a minor signing like this. To me, Brendan, I mean, you'll never hear an NHL coach complain about competition in camp. Yeah. You bring in Jerebeck, it creates competition with Bouchard, Ethan Bear, to battle for that last spot in the top six. 
Gravel as well, yeah. Gravel as well. So there you go. I mean, you have four guys in the mix now fighting for that number six spot. It gives you flexibility, and you don't need to rush Bouchard if he does, in fact, have a less than impactful camp. And maybe Jarebeck has a great camp, a great preseason, and they slide him in. There's flexibility, and I, I'm sure the staff is thinking, hey, we have you know nine or ten guys now that we can mix and match uh, throughout those first few games of the season and see who fits properly. Yeah, I mean, you can't replace Sekera based on who was out there. No. Unless you make a trade. And I don't see any teams lining up to trade top four defensemen right now. So... It's a, you know, it's a tough situation, unfortunate situation with Sekera going down, and at least they are bringing in someone, as you talked about, for competition. So to me, it's it's a good move, and Jarebeck has only played in the NHL for one year. Perhaps he learned uh, from that experience last year. Perhaps he watched uh, the Capitals win a Stanley Cup and maybe picked up a few uh, tricks there as well, and Trent Yanni who has a good track record with defensemen, will now work with Jared back here in Edmonton. And uh, I'm really excited to see uh, if anything comes out of that because I think some of these young defensemen that the Oilers have, a few of them are going to benefit from working with Yanni, and we'll see uh, which guy takes the biggest step. But it's another guy in the mix, as you talked about. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you mentioned the Stanley Cup experience. He appeared in only a few games, but being with the team and seeing how a team of that caliber wins... He has that attached to his name now. And to me, we always analyze the, the big signings in the, in the, um, in the free agent period in, in the summer. And I'm not going to say that Jerry Beck is going to explode and become you know, an incredible talent, but he has the ability to be something that could fit in the mix with the club. So, I mean, like you said, nobody's jumping for joy. Yeah. I mean, I don't but, know much about him, to tell you the truth. I've... I mean, it's a bit of a wild card, so yeah. we'll wait and see. Yeah, and again, you mentioned, I mean, you look at the available UFAs out there in the D market, and there's just not a lot there. Yeah. So they found a guy likely for, I'm, I'm assuming, under a million. They didn't no, attach it. It is a million? Yeah. Okay, so there you go. I mean, a million bucks to take a flyer on a guy who, who could become something valuable to the team. Yeah, I'm all for it, so... We'll talk more about uh, Jerebeck with Marc-Antoine Godin, who had the chance to uh, watch him uh, with Montreal last season. He only played 25 games there. Uh, so we'll get a brief scouting report uh, on Jerebeck from Godin. We'll also talk about the Habs offseason. Shea Weber hurt to start the year. Um, they traded Galchenyuk. They drafted Kotkaniemi third overall, so we'll talk to Godin about all of that. Reed will slide by at 105 with more on uh, the report uh, about Brandon Davidson that the Oilers offered him a PTO, um, but he is looking for a contract and will likely head elsewhere. And he'll also talk about uh, some Eskimo stuff as well. So that's ahead on Oilers now, but first a timeout for the 1230 News with Cassandra Jodin. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.